Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to Sports Time Machine here on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one network for professionals. I'm Annika Garakis, and each week we head down memory lane as I take you back in time and remember some of the greatest moments in sports history. Leave your flux capacitor at home. All you need to do is subscribe to the show on iTunes or any of your other favorite directories like Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. Monday Night Football. There's something special about playing in that game. The spotlight's on you. The game is the only one on, and everyone is watching you. One of the greatest games that was ever played in that primetime spot happened on October 23rd in the year 2000. The Monday Night Miracle. The New York Jets hosted the Miami Dolphins at Giants Stadium, fighting for first place in the AFC East. Both teams entered the game with 5-1 records in the division. It was a big game for Dolphins quarterback Jay Fielder. The New York native reserved tickets for nearly 80 friends and family members. But not only was he playing in his hometown, two years prior, he was struggling to make it in the NFL when an assistant coach with the Jets had told the QB that maybe he should be realistic, perhaps give up his NFL dreams and put his Dartmouth education to good use. Well, that coach became the Jets' head coach, Al Groh, which only added fuel to the quarterback's fire. The first three quarters belonged to the Dolphins, while for the Jets, it was one of the worst starts you could think of on national television. Now, one moment that stuck out to Jets quarterback Vinny Testaverde happened in the second quarter. 23 minutes into the game, the Jets made their first first down of the game. And the crowd went crazy. It was then that he realized that they were cheering because the team finally moved the chains. With less than a minute to go in the half, New York got on the board. But it didn't keep much of the crowd interested. At halftime, fans started leaving and writers finished up writing articles about the Jets embarrassing themselves in the limelight. And when Miami opened up the second half by scoring a touchdown, all seemed over. At the end of the third quarter, the Jets trailed 30-7. to seven. As for the broadcast, they were just hoping to keep the audience interested in the game. So what do you do? You bring on Arnold Schwarzenegger. He was brought into the booth to be interviewed by Al Michaels and Dennis Miller. And it was then that the movie star made a bold prediction. Arnold Schwarzenegger is in town? This is fantastic. I mean, to watch this game, it is the more excitement than any motion picture. I'll tell you one thing, Wayne Krobeck is going to pull it off. I think, as usual, the Jets are going to come from behind. You will see. I think the Dolphins have to be terminated. Yeah. Well, he was right. The Jets were forced into their two-minute offense out of desperation, but mounted a spectacular rally in the fourth quarter. So now let's head back to the year 2000 to hear sound from the past. Roads? Where we're going, we don't need roads. Gotta get back in time. Ready? For Coles, and does he make the catch? He does! How did he catch that one? He took it out of Sam Madison's grasp. It went from an interception to a completion and a touchdown. Cole. 
it from him. So it's 30 to 13. They're going to go for two, which I find to be somewhat curious to begin with. And they do not make it. There is Testaverde off the play fake. A little cross in the end zone caught. Touchdown. So the crowd is reinvigorated. The Jet defense is reinvigorated. And all of a sudden, what looked to be a walk in the park for Dave Wanstead is anything but. Testaverde over the middle. That's caught by Coles. A flag comes in because Testaverde got whacked at the end of the play. And another flag comes out. And a third one. Boy, the Dolphins are doing everything they can to make sure the Jets get back in this game. As bad as Vinny Testaverde played for three quarters tonight, and he played horribly, he is playing just the opposite. He's magnificent right now. Here's Vinny going to the end zone. Can he make the catch? Yes! Now the extra point to tie the game, and there's still 3.55 to go. And for those Jets fans who left this stadium about an hour ago, have we got news for you. First down for Miami at the 46-yard line. Fiedler. And he's going for six into the end zone. It's wide open to Shepard. Touchdown, Miami. This is a street game. And the Jets have not had a single huddle in the fourth quarter. Did I see that graphic correct? 19 first downs in this quarter? That averages out to almost 80 a game. Out of the tight formation. Fake to Martin, then a dump, and it is juggled and caught by Jumbo Elliott. The tackle lines up as an eligible receiver at the end of the line. He's open, he's juggling, he's falling down. A lot of the crowd went home. Seems like most of them are back. And that's intercepted by Coleman. And then he fumbles. And Miami's going to wind up getting the ball back with a first down of all things. On third down and five, the Jets get possession. And then once they get possession, if you fumble the ball and the other team recovers, they get it back with a first down. One more first down, and they'll be in field goal range for Marty. And that is piss off again by Coleman. And that time, the play is dead at the 33-yard line because contact was made by Gadsden. An hour and a half ago, it was Miami in a lock. It was 30-7 to at one point. Big third and three. Then he throws. To the 40, to the 32-yard line. Zach Thomas catches him from behind. Corbett is nails. And Corbett is working against Jerry Wilson again. Vinny Testaverde, four touchdown passes in the fourth quarter. Three of them caught by players who had never scored. This game is unbelievable. It was 30-7 to at one point. It is now the longest game in the history of Monday Night Football because it's four hours, ten minutes old. If the Jets win, it will be the greatest comeback in their history. They give it to Martin and Curtis to the 23. So now you're looking at about a 40-yard field goal for John Hall. Remember, the last snap by Brad Banta was bad on the extra point to tie it at 37, but Tufa does an excellent job of getting it down. Paul put it just through the right upright, and now he'll have to do it from 40 yards to cap off what would be an unbelievable comeback. 
from 40 yards. Good snap. Pick away. Jets win. Sound courtesy of the New York Jets and NFL Films. The Jets defeated the Dolphins 40-37. It was the second largest fourth quarter comeback in NFL history and the largest comeback in Jets history. Now looking back at Jumbo Elliott's catch, he juggled the catch for the touchdown and he was a backup lineman that made an impressive yet ugly catch. But it was the first catch of his career and I would guess his most memorable. Now if you were one of the fans who left early, you're probably still kicking yourself to this day. And you'll probably never leave a game early again. Now here's the kicker. Arnold may have made that impressive prediction, but when he left the booth, it turns out he also left the game. He wasn't even there in the fourth quarter. So now I want to hear from you. What do you think of fans that leave a game early? Would you leave a game if it looks like your team is being blown out even though there's still a small chance? Your team could make a spectacular comeback. You could be missing history. Let me know what you think on Twitter at Anna Kagaragis, that's K-A-G-A-R-A-K-I-S, or by using the hashtag Sports Time Machine. Some other things that happened on October 22nd in history. In 1998, this song came out. Britney Spears released her debut single, Hit Me Baby, One More Time. It became an international hit, topping the charts in at least 22 countries, including the United Kingdom, where it earned triple platinum certification. And it was the country's best-selling single of 1999. The song is one of the best-selling singles of all time, with over 10 million copies sold. In 2020, Rolling Stone named Baby One More Time as the greatest debut single of all time. Then four years later, Apple released the iPod. Just think how phones and technology has changed so drastically these past 19 years. It just, it still dumbfounds me it's been 19 years since I've had that first iPod. I will admit, I did listen to Britney Spears, especially that song, on an iPod. Do you remember the different types of iPods there were? There was the Shuffle, the Nano, and then I felt so high tech when I got an iPod Touch. Looking back, that was basically training wheels for an iPhone. In 2017, Apple removed the Nano and Shuffle from the stores, marking the end of standalone music players. I still remember as a kid putting a cassette tape into a boombox and trying to record my favorite songs on the radio. Yeah, mixtapes took a lot more work back then. Well, speaking of work, my work for the day is done, and that will do it for today. Thank you again for listening to Sports Time Machine. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe and rate Sports Time Machine on iTunes. We're available on all your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. You can also find the show at Believe.com and at Believe Podcast. And don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Anna Kagaraikis and on Instagram at Anna Kags. If you're interested in advertising on the show, please contact Believe at Believe.com. Well, time flies when you're having fun. Thanks for heading down memory lane with me. I'm Anna Kagaraikis. And we'll talk soon. I think the Dolphins have to be terminated.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.